Yo, what's up? This is the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers. This is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not trees. And this is episode 113. Uh, it has been a lot going on within the past couple of weeks of oh, a doing the podcast. You know, we was going into the Super Bowl, which I want to correct a mistake that I made. What'd you say? So I said that uh, Philly hadn't won a Super Bowl in a long time, which they ended up losing this one. But <laughs> they, had, they had made it to Super Bowl 2018. The reason why I forgot... It's because, you know, when uh, Colin Kaepernick and all that stuff was going on, I had stopped watching football for a minute. Oh, yeah. And and then after I, I listened to it back, and I thought, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I want to come back and, and clear that up. Okay. Um, since we're talking about Super Bowl, I don't know the Super Bowl, uh, I will say I truly enjoyed the Super Bowl uh, performance by both teams. Okay. Um, I didn't like the end result. Um, not because uh, Philly lost. Mm-hmm. I was obviously I was salty because they lost because I want them to win. Mm-hmm. Um, they were sixteen and one. You know what I'm saying? They had a magical season, but I just I wanted to see like the fight to the finish. You know what I'm saying? That end, that end play. You know what I'm saying? With the holding call, I was just like, and then the just run down the clock. Uh-huh. I just wanted because they were just going back and forth, not just like you know what I'm saying. The energy. Uh, of how the game was. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying. So um, what, how did uh, what did they win by? Well, shit, it was like a, a fucking field goal. No, was it field goal? I don't even remember now. That's it. Yeah, it was close. It was tight because like it was tied up at a point, and then it was a turnover. Don't give me the line, cause. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was so much into uh, All Star Weekend. I forgot about the Super Bowl a little bit. So, but, <laughs> but it it wasn't by it wasn't by like a huge amount. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, I believe so that, I believe it was, that was by, like a good game. Yeah, then. I believe it was like a field goal. But like the the charge back that that Philly had was like amazing because they was down like by like nine or ten points and they and they they bring it all the way back. Okay. So it was it was a dope showcase from like two black quarterbacks and everything like that. Um, what do you what did you think of uh Rihanna's performance? Um I heard a lot of mixed reviews and I'll tell you my take. Okay. So initially I thought it was um uh, I thought it was cool. Um in my opinion, Rihanna isn't that not, like if you see her on tour, if you go to her, one of her tour shows, you know, it's a it's a show. Yeah. But like if you look at like award um shows and stuff like that, she really isn't like a super showman. But I respect the fact that she was all them feet in the air, baby, because I would not have moved. Got you. But other than that, I was like, oh okay. But I was too enthralled. Like yeah. she looked a little pudgy. And that's <laughs> and that was the thing for me. I was like, I think that's the reason why there was a lack of movement yeah you know what i mean because they're because you gotta think she's a mother now yeah so she got like a second conscious of caution yeah you know and, and but i like i was talking to somebody and we were like i'm like is she pregnant i'm like nah why would you say that nah, and i was looking she looked and, pregnant pregnant and, yeah. yeah and in my mind i'm like you know she hasn't really been in the limelight you know she really said that you know she really hadn't had any reason to do any shows until they said this and i'm yeah. like 
This her no, first the baby. That, she might not have snapped back, no, you the, know. The way that belly was was shining. Oh, babe. And and it was that smooth round at the top. Like, yeah, I'm like, she, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why she I got felt, to move into the side. Yeah. I was like, and then when oh, she came down and she was holding her. her stomach. Yeah. So I was I was just like, you know, I took it for what it was. Like, I was just like, shit. She trying to be cautious with this baby she carrying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I felt like overall it was a dope performance. You know what I'm saying? She she gave you what she can give you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like she was up in the air with pregnant pregnant belly and all. And they had to be up in the air. Yeah. Um, for the the grass or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's a certain amount of uh pound poundage or something that can yeah, go on there, and yeah. you can't like damage it because it's like grass grass yeah. now. And they said it was like eight hundred. What? what eight hundred thousand, and it took two years to make. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, because you know turf do bad on like the ankles and knees and okay. hips of the a football players, players. Stuff, so, so they probably wanted to make something more natural that you know that the players could play on. So that's why they made the floating stage. Yeah, but I, honestly, I enjoy I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think it was like no bum ass performance or nothing like that. Right. You I know think what people I'm just expecting like other people to come out just like um. I didn't expect Dr. Dre's um, with 50 but Cent, t- Mary J. Blige. But you know what? I think also it's a mixture of like that goofy ass blog shit mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, is she going to drop her new song? Or, or is this person going to come out? Or is this person going to come out? And it's like nobody ever said that she was going to possibly have any from, from what I heard. She said that she might have had a special gift. It mm. was a special gift. Okay. The awesome. baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> no, that's right. No, that's that's a fact. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Especially like the songs that she performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it she was, picked the good songs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a nice rollout. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like I said, especially with with realizing that she was possibly pregnant because mm-hmm. you wasn't. It wasn't verified, but nine times out of ten, you like that's a pregnant belly. Once yeah. you once you got to the motion, especially when you see her dancing, you see how that stomach looking mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's a pregnant belly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what what more do you want? Do you want her to spin on her belly? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on now. But I, I appreciate the performance. It's the first performance that we got from her in like seven years or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of. Like that's a go that's a dope experience, you know what I mean, for her to share with her baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you was a part of my first Super Bowl performance. And not just that, like my first performance in seven years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you in the you marked in history of a football of a Super Bowl with two black, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? All this stuff just yeah. come together. You know what I mean? So but yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, they highlighted some sneakers that some cleats that was being worn. Um Oh, and the Super Bowl halftime show um, had more viewers than the Super Bowl. Yeah, it did. It the did. The Super Bowl had 113 million viewers. She had 118. 18.7. Yeah. And then she she thugged it out with all only her shit on stage. That was hard. That's it. Yeah. That's hard. And then um, the, Sol- the Solomon, is I'm pronouncing it right? Solomon. The shoes, yeah. the red shoes she had on, yeah. Cause I like the brown joints with the uh, with like the bluish green, blue and green stripes on them mm-hmm. that zip up. I like the same shoe, just that colorway. Um, but the search engine for that went up eight hundred percent because everybody was trying to find out what that shoe was. Yeah. 
it, when I saw it, I knew exactly what it was. Uh, I didn't know it had already had previously came out. That's what had threw me for the loop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I was so used to seeing the brown version of that shoe. And that brown version was so highlighted. Yeah. And it, um, it was a lot of people wearing it, too, that I would see. So... I I don't know I don't know how that slipped past me or where it was going or where it had been at but you know what I mean shout out her, to her for you know what I'm saying highlighting it yeah and then like she got so much more exposure for her Savage Fenty oh yeah they said um so she got 1.5 million IG followers real quick that's um, crazy uh Fenty beauty searches went up 853 percent resulting in $5.6 million in the first 12 hours after the Super Bowl performance. Bag on bag on bag. I'm telling you. So when they said, um, because uh, they always talk about it, it always comes up every Super Bowl of how the performers never get paid. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Just in other ways. Well, I think, I think it depends on the artists and what they... And what they have going on. They like, don't pay. No. Nobody pays for No, shit. no, I'm saying they don't pay. I'm What I'm saying is she was able to benefit because, one, she was Rihanna, but two, because of what she had going on with her brand and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you somebody who's just performing that don't really have too much, obviously it's publicity yeah. and it's reigniting I always just feelings say it's like, and everything um, else. It's like the versus match. Yeah. They was doing it just to be doing it, but. Their streams will go, go up. up. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, that's a it's fact. It's some type it's of benefit. It's definitely beneficial because you, you, you don't want the biggest, yeah, if not the biggest platform. platform yeah. You know what I'm saying of the year. And she inked a multi million dollar documentary deal. I know about that one. Mm-hmm. That, that one, that one new to me. So she good. I yeah. mean, you know, this might have been her saying. I'm doing music while I'm pregnant or quit asking me for a minute because I'm about to give birth again. <laughs> I don't know. You just never know what these experiences yeah. have given her and how it has inspired might en- her. enjoyed, okay, I haven't been out here and, oh, I love it again. And, you know, some people are, are like Andre 3000. They don't, they don't want the spotlight as much no more mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, like the music ain't as inspiring for them or whatever the case might be. So... You know, you might, we might, you know what I'm saying? These kids that she just had and her relationship that she's, that she's, um, blooming, you know what I'm saying? Could inspire some music. Yeah. It's just about when she ready to put it out. Cause uh, I was looking at an interview and she was saying that the Super Bowl, you know, she's getting, she's gotten offers, but what makes her want to leave her baby? Yeah. She said, so she was like, the Super Bowl was big enough for me to, you know, I bet it was. Leave my baby. <laughs> I, I bet it was. I bet the Super Bowl was. That's the, don't get bigger than that. I'm telling you. Uh, while we on sports, I'm going to keep it on on this sport wave. Uh, we had All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me about it. All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend is like uh, a pretty exciting time of the year for me. It's the, you, basically midway of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the, all the trade deadline is over with. So now... You know, all the smoke clear, all the dust clear, and and NBA players get to have a chance just to have fun. Okay. Because, like... What you mean trade? Oh, trade deadline. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, okay. like, before the trade deadline, a lot of the trades happened with Kyrie Irving, with KD. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? With a lot of players. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That 
nobody was expecting. So it was like everybody was about yeah. to be, okay, we are where we are. Okay, let's go have some fun. Yeah, and like the second half of the season about to go up. So, mm-hmm. um, And so, you know, some people look forward to the three points. Uh, three-point contest. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people look look forward to the slam dunk contest. I didn't see much of the slam dunk contest, but I did see uh, this this young white guy had won, mm-hmm. and automatically when I, when I saw that he won, he hey he was he was doing this thing, not gonna shit on him, not gonna take it away from him. he he highlighted. Okay. Um, he reminded me of Brent Berry. Who was that? <laughs> he was you a, talking he was to a me white, like I know who you're talking about. He, uh, he was a white <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> And he was in the slam dunk contest. Okay. And I, don't, I ain't trying to be funny when I say this, but I don't think there was another white guy. And don't make, don't, I might could be misquoting, but I don't think there was another white guy that was in the slam dunk contest since him. Hmm. And Brent Berry won. He won in the year. He won the year two. You know what I mean? So that was, that was, that was a moment that I had thought about. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I could, I, I could, I could be misstepping. Mac McClung. Yeah. Okay. Like I could be misstepping, but I don't, I don't think I don't think I'm misstepping on this one. But he, like he was, he was doing his things. He, I know I didn't see all the other dunkers. I know he won, but from what I seen, yeah, he definitely turned up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing that was extremely dope for me to see. Um, over All Star Weekend, Jason Tatum was able to debut hit uh, the JT one. Mm-hmm. I know it was a lot of speculation and this not the shoe, that's not the shoe, this that and the third. Um, a lot of people were saying he said it wasn't. Yeah, he said he said it wasn't. Maybe he just did that to deter people of you know what I'm saying. Or maybe he was on because the contract it was leaked. and he couldn't say anything yeah. until a certain time. Yeah, I th- I think because it was leaked, I, I guess you know, and he wanted to keep the anticipation high. Yeah, because they they did like. A full on, like, they had like a little interview segment, you know what I'm saying, of him, you know what I mean, going over the shoe and, you know what I'm saying, like, they had a little, a video of him putting the shoes on before the game, Mm -hmm. they highlighted him on the court with the shoes, so like, they really, you know what I mean, channeled in and focused in on him and his first signature shoe, which I thought was extremely dope, you know what I mean, I will be tapping in, I think I'm gonna get the lemonade joint. The ones he wore in in uh well he switched he ended up switching shoes throughout the game but he started off with the lemonade joint okay which one is that the lemonade joint is like it's got the pink upper oh okay I know what you're talking about yeah then. okay yeah so I, I think I'm gonna fuck with that one um and it looked like it's gonna come in like full family size run so I, so the boys will fuck with that one too um and then he scored 55 points in, in the All Star game because he got MVP and he got MVP I, I did hear and that. it was the first year that um. That the award was representing Kobe. Okay. So the MVP award was representing Kobe. So God, that's dope. So yeah, so you know, it was some definitely some dope highlights. Uh, I know some people will have some little gripes about not enough defense, but I'm like, the the years that we've seen a lot of injuries and stuff, I don't think niggas are trying to get hurt. I'm telling you. Like they still want to have fun. They still want to show some highlights and some and some scoring. But they, you know, what I'm saying, I thought it was dope to see. Him and Jalen Brown kind of go heads up back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, that was dope. Uh, but, yeah, overall, I enjoyed, you know what I mean, the All-Star Weekend, um, you know, from afar. Not mm-hmm. from Now, if I was there, it would be a whole different experience. Probably have to have a whole podcast just about the day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? But, no, nah, no, nah, let me quit playing. Okay. We'll but, give you one one year, guys. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, 
I gotta make it, gotta make it there. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was dope. You know what I mean? Especially so. That's them the highlights from like the sports areas that we that we've been in. Um, right now. And also, um, Nike been handing out a lot of lawsuits. Oh, they've been they've been just yeah, you get a you getting sued and yeah. you getting sued is like an Oprah the show. The Oprah show, yeah. Look under your chair. You getting sued by Nike. <laughs> but guess what? Now you getting sued. Mm-hmm. By cool Kyle. He say he ain't taking this stuff sitting down. No, nah, not at all. Okay, so he filed a counterclaim. On Monday, in the Southern District in New York, he's arguing the trademark infringement claims made by Nike in his prior litigation. He's saying that they're invalid and unenforceable. And why is that? Um, well, Kukai argues that its shoes were intentionally made different from Nike. And uh, it's via a side-by-side comparison of its designs since Jordan 1 and the Nike Dunk. He highlights the differences between the sneakers produced by the two entities. Details that are mentioned inc- include the Baikai Bolt logo, a less curved ankle collar, a distinctive back heel, a more compact midsole, and a Cool Kai branded outsole, among others. And, you know, those changes was made after the first attempt of a lawsuit and that's the thing that's interesting also is because when that first lawsuit happened i don't know if that's the first lawsuit or if it's just the ongoing situation that had been revisited but he had made a lot of changes to that shoe after the fact and it was what it seemed like it was like a year year and a half or something like that Mm -hmm. the time that had went past um and you didn't hear anything so so what is what is your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I think that since they did the trademark <laughs> and they lost a lot of money during during COVID, I think that they were just trying to kind of level the market of their product because. For a minute, we didn't see a lot of ones. Remember, we couldn't get ones, period, let alone a dunk. Um, So the ones came, they did the high LGs, then they started with the mid-tops, and then dunks are coming up. Dunks went up this past week. So um, I think that they wanted, they, they found their, I guess, their market again coming back out of quarantine and... Thought that everybody else did too, and was like, "Okay, we need our money. Quit it now." <laughs> yeah. So, I think a lot of the, um, I think they just need to concentrate on what they are doing now instead of getting on everybody. Do else. you do you think he might have a case? I think he might because they just now trademark their silhouette and they trademarked it to the T. So, like, if you slightly do something half a centimeter off, there's nothing to do with their trademark. Because at first, the dress issues was the sole, the outsole, Mm -hmm. and certain other things with the shoe. And so, 
those things were adjusted and changed. Right. So, so we were just giving you guys an update on that. I don't really have a lot to dig in on that just because obviously it's still in litigation. We just got to see like how this pans out. Um, it's just it's just interesting to see like a fight back because mm-hmm. uh, I think this is the first time we actually seen that you, like we've seen the settlements and different things like that like I know with John Geiger he had his own patents for his own shoe right and everything like that so he had ammunition to fight with um for what what he was doing so uh, it's just it's just a very interesting situation that we thought we would bring um bring to the table and, and update y'all on yeah. And it's interesting that somebody's getting back at them. Yeah. Besides Sean Guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he wouldn't. He, 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 he fought. He fought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fought for sure. You know what I mean? Um, on other words of Nike, go to the <laughs> other side, Adidas. Um, Ooh, Adidas. Adidas going through it. Man, we didn't talk about Adidas for a long time, especially with the yay thing. So we've um, posed a couple of questions yep. with it. Um one was, you know, could Adidas survive without Ye? Right now, it don't seem like they can. And not at all. Um, I think one point two nine billion hanging over their head. Oh my gosh! So they were a lot of speculation was they had Ivy Park, Beyonce's brand, mm-hmm. and um, Ivy Park just isn't doing it. So I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when it comes to style and like fashion on the fashion side, do you think Beyonce has looked to on that on that aspect? Um, not in a. I don't think I believe the name has. has I think the name has influence, but I don't think I, I say it like this. I feel like. And don't don't beat me over the head, beehive and all this <laughs> and that. But I feel like she's kind of in the same space as Drake when it comes to. I think Beyonce should go more into. Now I'm not gonna lie, like I like some. No, Ivy I like I like yeah. I like the stuff. But some stuff is getting like it's it's repetitive and it's kind of like in a, you know how you go into retail stores mm-hmm. and they have color stories. And that's kind of what her collections are. Right. Okay, so this is what's interesting, right? hmm You see different people do different things, right? Right. So, you know, my man's Jerry Lorenzo. hmm He got the Essential brand. Right. He have color palettes that he do for all his stuff. Right. But, you know what I'm saying, he finds a way for to keep people buying in. Right. I don't know. I think I see Beyonce more higher end. Okay. Um, because when you see Beyonce, you see the big showstoppers. You see her in these designer gowns. You see her in the costumes. You don't really see Beyonce dressed down. True. And I think that if they made Ivy Park more accessible, I think if if it was more like kind of designer up where they do have it they probably you know could get it but i think they need to make it more accessible got you because it's more dressed down it's more urban so and and the reason why i compare it 
like her to Drake is because like Drake will drop something that's dope, mm-hmm. but it just it don't build like the hype and anticipation like behind like everybody think it will because it's Drake. But where can you get it though? You tell me. So you feel like even if it was more accessible, you you feel like it would it would sell better. Yes. I don't think it would. I think it would. I don't think it because like okay like it, okay for example right mm-hmm. the um the Lover Boy uh, Air Force One mm-hmm. joint you know what I'm saying like you can get that for about retail right now where on go they need to put it in stores because I think because um okay working in retail it's certain things where sometimes people will come and be like well. Whose um brand is this? And you just be like, oh, it's, it's Chris Brown's. Oh, okay. Sometimes the everyday consumer that just walks into a store will buy something because it's more associated with somebody who they know or who they feel like they know. You know what I'm saying? So a Drake being on GOAT might sell, but a lot of people are... Well, you, it, it's so... They, it's so majorly, obviously, but you know, obviously, right now that's the only place you can, you know, what I'm saying right. on these on these sites, it's the only place you can. And, copy and now. I guess sometimes they want it to be more exclusive. But if you're looking for sales, like I, the Adidas is looking for Beyonce to do more than, but she they did. expect her for influence and everything that she has. When you have influence, it needs to go a little farther and reach. You have to make it a little more accessible when you're trying to use somebody for influence. Yeezys became a little more accessible to people. And that's how, you know what I'm saying? But partially, that was a little bit more of what he wanted, too. Right. He wanted more accessibility. But that's why they're in the whole one point something billion dollars. Because for the longest time, even with Yeezys getting more accessible, they couldn't even keep them on shelves. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was what, like maybe like the last year right. of it when they was, you know what I'm saying, where you can probably find some on a shelf somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting. Do you feel like they putting too much weight on Beyonce brand? Mm-hmm. I think that because it's it's like two different cultures, yeah, of people. Um, you can, shoot, you can count on Yeezys to come around and just sell out and keep reselling. But I, mm, I can't find Beyonce. Stuff. Well, I can find, I can find it. Yeah. But I'm saying, um, uh, a Beehive member, um, that can't go to the, you know, can't go to the show would be more prone to just walk into any place and find it and buy it, especially now, especially with this season coming up. They need to make it, and it it could be in Nordstrom's. Like, it's the, certain urban retails, we sell it, but it's not in Because, you know, stores. in the beginning when it was first released, it was exclusively in Nordstrom. Right. But like, if you walk in and get it, you could walk in and get it at that time. But it was not. It was sit. It was like at a point it was sitting. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So I like, uh, like I don't know. I don't know where the ball is being dropped at. You know what I mean? I thought and when he got with Adidas because they're, you know what I mean? Because I think Ivy Park in the beginning was just Ivy Park. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the connection with Adidas, I felt like it would get more reach. Yeah. And everything else, you know what I'm saying? It but kind of didn't. I think maybe at a certain point the the marketing the when they do marketing for Beyonce and her shows, they need to do it at the same time for Ivy Park. Maybe. Because they do it at certain times. And that's certain times when a lot of people have the extra money. Well, not when they paying for them damn tickets. <laughs> she dropped at the perfect time. Yeah. Tax season. Yeah, I'm seeing people talking about they're going to two shows. I'm like, whoa, damn. Right. And you had to be in a raffle. Okay, to, uh, you know, just to possibly get uh, yeah. a couple and grand. I, and I did, and you know, she's doing 30,000 seat venues with these prices. You And I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I did, I was nosy. I calculated. Big, Big bank. What'd you calculate? Big bank. One venue, calculate. Like when I did one venue, because you know, the average price was like 800 something dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was millions. She was walking away from with millions. You know what I'm saying? From one from from one date. From one date. And I think I think this is the thing about Beyonce too. Because her performances are so electric and they so far in between. Mm-hmm. That's why she can get that. Yeah. But I don't think that resonates with the Ivy Park part of it. That's what I'm saying. Is it, I mean, Mm-mm. you correlate her with it, but then... Or maybe, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, she needs some other... Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work with it here. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not doing it. Like, like it's not like it's all bad. Some it's of the not, stuff is No, looking, it's not. It's, but it's just it, it, the accessibility of, I think, who they think... I think they need more people. The beehive is and where they think the beehive shops. Because, like, they had, damn, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Toby, the mm-hmm. Toby guy. Like, they had him in the photo spread. But it was, like, it was one of them type things where you kind of had to find the photo spread. Yeah. It wasn't something that was, like, readily available. Yeah, like, like you would think be- it would be. Because the marketing was phenomenal at, at first. But then they got the people like Toby and other, you know, people. But I think after a while, they kind of just sat on, we're going to give it to them. And they're going to push it to their people. Do you do you think they leaned on? Because, like, the biggest thing that I would see on social media would be people getting their, their little... Uh, travel closets of mm-hmm. merchandise. That would be like the that most... Me and Jess still didn't get, but we, yeah. we ain't gonna talk about that. The, like, that's the most, like, we would see. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what I'm saying? So, you would see people trying the stuff on, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I think that's the most, like, close interaction that you really had mm-hmm. with the product. Yeah. And the, maybe if they just tell the people where to get it from. Just tell just do commercials, honey, and tell the people where to get it from. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the numbers is actually doing. Exclusively at Nordstrom's or 
or like Tom Sachs is dropping, it dropped it at Coles. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't know to go in there and if he didn't say that this is where you can find them. Well, I'm interested to see. And like you said, some pieces are a lot similar, but I just think it's interesting when you do mention that Mm -hmm. and you mention, and I mentioned a brand like Essential Mm -hmm. that still sells product. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they might sell it at the height when it was like when people really was grasping Mm -hmm. what was going on. But like he changes stuff about his product. He might keep like throw out the the color palettes, the Mm -hmm. different color palettes. But like I noticed like depending on what the season is, Mm -hmm. you might have the reflective essential on her or you might have you see him in his stuff. Or you had a cloth. But you see him in all of his stuff. But everybody don't know who he is though. Right. But the people that But the people that see that essentials, know they know they is, know what that is. They rock with him and they're going to, but that's a different type of yeah. crowd though, too. It's just that I think that she I've seen some of the most interesting people wear essentials or know what it is. Because uh-huh. they are like they be like, oh, where you get that shirt from? I ain't seen that one. Uh-huh. Because they might have got hip later. Yeah. Later on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just it's, it's just interesting to see different celebrities in different spaces or different designs in different spaces mm-hmm. and see how they're able to cultivate their brand and what they do and like cuz like this is the identity like of essentials is it's a big identity now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Fear of God, like the mainstream line that, you know, everybody might not be able to afford. Right. But they know it's there. But they know it's there. Well, where is the breakdown between the beehive who is spending minimum $800 a ticket and the sales? Of- they show a lot of her stuff selling out. So I don't, I don't, I don't know where, I don't, like, I don't think that her her stuff is probably doing horrible. Mm-hmm. I think her stuff just might not be doing well enough to cover the gap of what they have lost. But she's Beyonce. So what that mean? That means that I think if they were banking on her, what to say? Uh, Ivy Park's line with Adidas decreased more than fifty percent to roughly forty million last year. Well short of the company's two hundred and fifty million forecast. If you were forecasting two hundred and fifty million dollars worth, you got two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of product, yeah. and that stuff is always produced. You know that it's that's, produced. That's, that's true. If that's the advance. case, if that's the case, what they're just keeping it in the warehouse? Why they not selling it? Why they not putting it out? Because they're not making it accessible. Well, obviously, they got the accessibility because they got the product. They have the product. So, where are you distributing it to? Because They're not distributing nowhere except, except the, the employees that's modeling up in their right. warehouse. Or you're just letting certain companies buy certain things and th- whatever they were able to buy, they sell that out. Yeah. So, that's what they could be a sell. You know, you could sell through there at that one company, but that's all they were able to, to get. Cause you try to be exclusive. Look, baby, put them everywhere. Do it when you're doing these tax time tickets. 
<laughs> make it available on walk-in stores, honey. And I, and I bet you you'll sell. And out. I think I think shopping, I think shopping for clothing is transforming in the space right now. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So like you know, you got you got your average shopper who's just shopping to shop. Mm-hmm. You have your shopper who shop off based off necessity. Mm-hmm. You have your shopper who. <laughs> who based off if they going somewhere mm-hmm. like so if they got an event then they shopping right um so i think now uh we're in the space because a lot of people that i talk to mm-hmm. they don't go to the mall and shop no more right you know what i mean they it's, it's nothing i don't go to the mall and shop um it's probably like a rare case but um online base is a lot of places where we go and search, and everybody's looking for something new and different outside of, you know what I'm saying, the norm or outside of what your comfort zone may be, whether that is, like, your essentials or, you know, some people do the Palm Angels, some people do this, that, and the third. Um, I just think, like, now everything is more or less, like, niche when it comes to, like, the shopping because, um, like, you had the flare denim. Mm-hmm. That became a thing. Mm-hmm. Now we kind of in the space where it's kind of like everything is just up in the air. Right. There's no, there's like no, no clear cut trend that people are kind of like following right now. Right. You know what I mean? So I just feel like when it comes to like how people shop right now, if they don't know what exactly they're looking for or what they're looking to purchase, because you know some people kind of, I hate to say it like this, kind of got to be told or can be told what to purchase. If that makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the basis of my profession. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, so it's, it's, it's just like I look at it now because even when I'm shopping or looking at different things, I'm like, okay, what's different? What stands out? Or what's just what I just fit where my style at right now? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you a question real quick. Go ahead. I should say Jerry Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. He was... um. He's going to release some fair guy pieces um, at Essentials uh, price points. Okay. Or, you know, he just wants to get rid of them. And then he do something dope, too. He have his exclusives with um, PacSun, mm-hmm. and then he have his exclusives with Essence. But then you can go to Nordstrom's and get stuff, too. So, depending on where you get it from. But you know that. Yeah. I just, so if he said, hey, I'm going to be, or I'm releasing just product or we're having, you know, we're getting rid of everything and getting rid of the, I mean, it could be a warehouse sale. I don't know, but we're going to be in Michigan on, you know, June 1st. You're not going? Yeah, I go. Right. So that's why I don't get the correlation of the beehive. Uh, I don't get it either. Why can't they just... Because they're not telling them where to go. A lot of people, you have to tell them where to go. That's why, you know, it, it, it's certain shoe releases and stuff. They're releasing the list of where you can find the shoe. Mm-hmm. You're not just going around, okay, well, did you find out if it's sneakers? Did you find out if it's foot like a DTLR? Finish like, I mean, you don't have to do that no more. No, so if you're you. trying to get rid of product, have a pop-up shop in, in, at this time in these cities. Do what the the um 
uh, the cool you finna, you guys. You investigate. The, yeah, like, because you I have be- the product. Put it out there. Bam, bam, bam. These cities, these dates. I bet you, you guys won't have a problem with this deficit anymore. Because if I'm not mistaken from... Because obviously it was sold on Adidas and it was sold on other on other stores. I just can't remember from the last time that I had looked. But uh but yeah, you know, it's a it's a process that they'll figure it out. Yeah. Hopefully, cause the house of Darion ain't here no more. Now that's been long so gone. That's what I'm saying. Long, long gone. But I do I do um kinda hate the fact that it's kinda leaned on the back of <clears throat> on the back of Beyonce. Right, she was that lost. There. You know what I'm saying? Um do you think that Adidas is going to reconstruct the deal with Ye and do you think Ye will take the deal? Yes. And yes. Okay, how long do you think it's going to take? Um I think we'll see it before 2023 so. Okay. Cuz I got too much product. Do you think do you think he would be right for taking a deal? I think I think he'd have him by the balls. Yeah. I think he would be able to get exactly everything that he, that wants. he wants. Yeah. And he would make sure it's enforced. Right. Yeah, he got them right <clears throat> where he want them. Like you could feel whatever way you want, but that man knows how to sell his product. No, that's true. That is true, ma'am. That that is true. Um, well, I'm I'm definitely can't wait to see what happens with this whole situation. With they saying that they're reorganizing a deal, um, for Ye, <clears throat> and see if see if this is really something that's really true and not speculation. Um, while we're still on the shoe shoe side of things, um, there was a surface of a picture of a shoe. And I ain't gonna lie, when I first saw the shoe, I saw it and I scrolled past it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep it a book. Saw it, scroll past it. But then, a couple like, maybe like 20, 30 minutes later after putting my phone down, picking it up, then I heard Tiana Taylor, Jordan 1. I'm like, what the fuck? How did I miss that? I didn't see that. I know. Then I scroll back. Oh, that's it. Oh, I thought that was a custom shoe. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Me too. It's the way it was presented, the way they took the pictures. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really look gravely appealing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I saw the oversized check, but when I understood the um the rolls from Harlem, then the concrete rolls, mm-hmm. you know, her whole vibe. Okay, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But then I was like, I was a little alarmed. I'm like, oh, come on now, this Tiana Tay, like, she gotta have some pictures up in this shit. Like right. she gotta, she gotta be swagging this shit out somewhere. If she don't, if she don't verify that this shit is this, then ain't it. This ain't it. But then, lo and behold, she had posted her picture. I'm like, these motherfucking pictures they should have posted. <laughs> I'm saying this the shit they should have did because this other shit ain't cutting it. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing how a picture, a different picture, and styling of picture can change the whole outlook. Oh yeah, and perception of what you're seeing right in front of your face. That's the difference between. Of laser mm-hmm. hanging on the hanger and hanging on somebody, somebody. is Correct. totally different. Correct. And then you know, you know, for for all these foot models or whoever you are, <laughs> can we please? Can we please? I don't know why 
the shoes be choked out like that. Which? <laughs> Why do the laces have to go through that type of know. type of restraint? I don't know. Maybe they're too big for their fingers. Maybe that could play a part. Well, you not walking. Mm. We not got a video. I'm saying just stand still. You got small ankles. You might want to pat them out or something. I don't know. <laughs> But you know, I I think the way that was laced up, and mm-hmm. it was like really like, cause and then you know, if we got a size thirteen, let's take it down to like a nine and a half. Cause sometimes like the bigger the shoe is, sometimes you know when you're taking pictures of that shoe, like it it just it's gonna look longer yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, cause like when I saw Tiana t- joint, and then she had some little different accent joints on hers. She had some little different little features on hers. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, is this a family and friends? Or or this is just parts that they just didn't show? You know what I'm saying? But I was more or less intrigued of the Jordan 1 when she had it on versus the way they presented it. And maybe she was like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, they do me they like this. Let me, let me go ahead and, and put it on. Right. Um. But shout out to Tiana Taylor, you know what I'm saying, having another shoe. She had, you know what I'm saying, a few shoes with Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I mean, Neighbors Dope. Um, like I said, the way she styled her shit and everything else, like, it make this shoe look night and day. And I'm literally looking at a picture of, like, a stock picture of physically having the shoe and a picture of her wearing it and, and styling and conceptualizing it. And it looks extremely dope the way that she did it. Um, so... It changed my viewpoint, you know what I'm saying, on the shoe very, very fast. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Because at first, I'm like, man, this ain't it. And I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I, that's what I said. I said, this ain't it. And I was I was hurt. Heart was hurt. I'm like, she swagged too hard. Man, uh-huh. like, she she do this shit. I would have got him just because. Like, don't do this to her now. I don't know if I could. Oh, she wasn't going to let them do no, that. No, no, she was, Obviously. She made sure she was going to. And while we on, like, Jordan 1s and sneakers and everything else, we've been on, like, this little shoe roller coaster. Um, they had the first official trailer release for the movie Air. Mm-hmm. When they was first talking about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and everything like that, I was first, I was, I was a little bit like, hmm, I don't know. But once I saw the trailer, I ain't going to lie. I'm in. I got to see. I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really engulfed they roles. Mm-hmm. They really... And I don't know why I didn't believe like they would. Because, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with Matt Damon. You know what I'm saying? And all the shit that he's done. You know what I'm saying? Ben Affleck, he, he got some shit too. I don't know why I was just like... I don't know. I guess I didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? From the whole... uh, The whole movie as a whole. But, but seeing... But seeing it, seeing the trailer visually definitely uh, sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Versus just the concept of it. Obviously, everybody want to hear how he got his deal because when you watch the uh, the Magic Johnson and like the little Lakers, um, what you call it, the, like the Lakers uh, documentary that was on Hulu. Uh-huh. Um, they had kind of went through a space of going like to Magic Johnson and showing snippets of about these different shoe deals that people, that they was experiencing, how they went about it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think them stemming from that and like telling this whole story and showing like how the Jordan one and Tinker Hatfield and you know what I'm saying? All these people contributed to like the whole shift and change of, of what sneakers was, especially in the basketball. Yeah. Because (laughs) 
you know, you had Converse. You had Converse and all these other brands that was way bigger at this point in time. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to go to Con- uh, Con- Adidas. I think it was Converse. Okay. I don't, I don't know why I can't remember that right now, but I think it, I think it was Converse. I think it was Converse too. He played yeah. in top tens. I think it was Converse. Okay. Don't don't quote me. If I have to correct uh, correct myself again, he will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Um, do you have a release date? I believe it was. It's coming up real soon. Isn't it like March fourth or something like that. Uh, or is that Creed? Or is that Creed three? You the movie person. Yeah, but these are okay. So Creed Creed three is the movie I'm, I want to see, and Er is a movie that I want to see. Both of those movies I gotta see. Mm-hmm. So let's see. It is oh, April fifth. April fifth. I was mm-hmm. a month off. I was a month off. So that must be that must be Creed that's coming out in um in March. Creed three must be must I be guess. the one that's that's popping up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, you know, I think these are type stories that's needed, especially being in this space of you having so many people who want to create their own shoe and want to see people in their shoes and all these different things. I think this is a uh, a highlighted space for like sneakerheads, but I think it's a highlighted space for like people who like stories and people who just wonder how like all how it all came together so i think you know and especially if you just that one person who like all these things wrapped up in one it's like you know what i'm saying it's like it's a gem for you to um to want to tap into mm-hmm. you know what i mean so so what you what you think was you sold was you sold on it based off of the names or did you have to see the trailer to like to really be like okay i'm all in I had to see the show. I ain't all in, but I... I <laughs> you ain't all in? I'm all in after the trailer. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I, I had to see the trailer, though. Okay. But, you know, I like a, I like a good story. No, I, I already know but that. But just because they fact. said, you know, Ben Affleck and... Uh, yeah, that's, that was confusing. Yeah, I'm like... That was confusing. Huh? <laughs> a story about Jordan and what? Because I didn't know, like... What aspect they were gonna take? And like, was it one of them things where like, it's more or less the business side and a roundabout grasp because you get to experience like his father and his mother's perspective of mm-hmm. what was going on and the role they played and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's more like um creating a brand basically, yeah, yeah. and them just needing the influence, yeah, because to make it all come together. Because you know they was they was uh they was heightening in the um like track and field market with the MX one and and all of those mm-hmm. things you know what I'm saying, but but yeah no I I mean I mean like on the branding aspect of it on the side of it just just as a whole just mm-hmm. just being a Jordan fan and shit it's, it'd be a lot of shit that I just be wanting to know and just figure out. And be like, damn, is this? Yeah. Did this happen the way I think it happened? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it'd be a lot of shit that'd be like so, so much of a nuance that you'd be like, oh, it was so much went over your head that you didn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, did we speak about uh, LeBron? Um, no, we didn't. With the all time scoring record? Because it happened like right after our podcast, didn't it? Yep. <laughs> I watched it. 
Do you know what? Did it happen? No, yeah. it wasn't. It, it wasn't that night. It was like that it was night. that night. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. See, <laughs> right? I know it something. was. You know what I mean? So shout out, shout out LeBron. You know what I mean? All time scoring record. Um, that was major. Mm-hmm. He done broke a lot of records. Uh, LeBron, I love you, but you're still not not my goat. You know what I'm saying? You might be a goat, but Dang. not my goat. <laughs> no, because you know what I'm saying, like. <clears throat> Everybody got this thing. Like, I feel like Jordan and LeBron can be great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think he's probably like a goat of this era for sure. Yeah. But like the generation. But like yeah. when you when when you ask me who my overall goat is, it's MJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like from what he did with like you said, like he had to ban one. Mm-hmm. It's just not like I I appreciate and respect everything like LeBron has done on an intellectual level mm-hmm. on you know what I'm saying? On the court and off the court when it comes to defending black rights and everything right. like that. And I think for his space and time, that's what makes him ultimate goatish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just from a standpoint of the time and space and how it translated from then to now mm-hmm. with Jordan, I think that's I think that's just why it, why it carries like black Jesus. Right. They call this man black Jesus. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he flew. He flew. He flew. You know what I mean? People want to be like Mike. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Spike Lee, Morris Blackman commercials. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I guess you know I was a part. <coughs> excuse me. I was a part of that mm-hmm. era. You know what I'm saying? Coming <laughs> up. Um, and I was on the younger side of it too. Yeah. I wasn't like teenage years. I was like young, young on yeah. the younger side of it. So like. I was able to experience it in like a different way. So like, I got to experience LeBron's career in a different way. Like when he came into the league, I was like sophomore or junior high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got to see his career from start to finish whenever it ends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And I think it's, yeah, it's all about the experience about it. Yeah. You know, and you know what I'm saying? Me me and Mike got goatish ways, you know, when you when you born oh on the same day. God. You know what I mean? That's that's neither here nor there. Neither just, here or there. I'm just I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just stating facts. You know what I mean? When when a goat is in the room, you just you just gotta know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so so no, nah, I'm just talking shit. But uh but no, nah, shout out to LeBron on all his success yes. and continued success. Um I need y'all to win some more games. <laughs> I know y'all done made some trades. Niggas make the playoffs. <laughs> make the playoffs. Just point blank, period. That's, huh? that's all I want for right now. We we get in the playoffs, then we can see what cooks from there. But just get in the playoffs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 my wish list for the NBA. Right? Just get in the playoffs. I'm sure they hear you. Cause they making moves and shit, and you know, I'm I'm hopeful. Okay. I'm praying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the above. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, they must have not made no good trades. Why is you praying so hard? This is it's just it's, it's been a it's been a struggle season. They just got rid of Russell Westbrook. He might be. It looks like he's going to the uh, L.A. Clippers. So you know, LA it's a Clippers. lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. And the Clippers have been playing well. Okay. Um, but uh, I just need him in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Just get to the playoff, fellas. He's praying. Yeah. Let's get to the playoffs and then we can see we can see what can happen. <laughs> what, what, can, what can happen next? Guess what? What's that? Louis Vuitton. 
my guy, Skateboard P. Was delighted to welcome Pharrell Williams as its new men's creative director. That's what's up. I'm, I'm excited for that. I am too. I and so it's it's kind of funny because you got a lot of people walking around with the millionaire tools on. Mm-hmm. And not that Virgil did. Uh-huh. And not understand where them millionaire twos came from. The original millionaires that was okay. released in 2007. Give us a history lesson to your sneakerhead. That Pharrell did. That Pharrell did. That Ye wore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's interesting to see how like this intertwine and how like it like loops around. Everything is coming. You know around. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I was happy to see. Not only was I happy to see that it was for real. I was happy to see that it was another black man replacing mm-hmm. one goat for another goat. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got the Billy Goat. You got the Billy Goat Gruff. What? You know what I'm saying? Them the goats. <laughs> them the goats. Them the goats of all goats. I hope them was good goats. You know what I'm saying? Um. But no, it was it was definitely it was definitely pleasant to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was it was more of like a sigh of relief. I know it's like it's like Louis Vuitton and you know what I'm saying and, and everything like that, but to continue to have people in these spaces that we respect, mm-hmm. that we look up to, that looks like us. Yes. And continuously get in these spaces, it means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot. And like for people not to understand and realize the relationship that he had with um, Louis Vuitton it's like where you been right you know what I'm saying like you and I understand some people are just a fan of him on the music producer side or mm-hmm. the Neptune side or well, he's a designer N.E.R.D. side yeah but but you get like I said you do get people who don't understand the other facets oh yeah you know what I'm saying I, I get I was one person who was involved on like all sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. cause I would and like that's the thing the millionaire wasn't ex- Expensive pair of glasses. You know what I'm saying? Especially for that time. It was like almost a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah. Had a pair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's dope to see him in this space. It's dope to see him still continuing to create. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a skincare line, mm-hmm. you got the human race line, mm-hmm. being a boys club, ice, ice cream, cream still rocking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got all these different things going on. And we'll be able to see his um, first collection through Louis Vuitton. Paris, I can't wait. Men's Paris Fashion Week. I can't wait. I'm very excited to see. Me too. Because the last the last release that I saw from Virgil, I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. You know, I was... Because you got to see the ultimate high-end streetwear fashion. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought that was dope. Even when I would see the millionaires... The Millionaire 2.0, however you want to look at it. Even when I saw those versions of it, and how he, because he replicated like two or three versions of it. Uh-huh. And when I would look at him, I'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? That's hard. And they, like, they're, they're a lot different because the, the first Millionaires are more rounder mm-hmm. and he squared them off a lot more. And then, you know what I'm saying? Put like the little, the little lip on the, on the glasses. Okay. It made them more boxy because mm-hmm. there was more round and they like cover a lot of your face. But uh, but yeah, man, this this is dope. I'm really excited. You Me know too. what I'm saying? So, and I'm really excited. They say they're going to be still dropping more 
um Virgil sneakers as well. Yeah. So I'm looking for that as well. That that uh what was with that Tekka boot or sneaker boot or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That brown joint fire. I need in. Oh, sounds like you're coming out yeah. of retirement. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Retirement, the fast is about over. <laughs> I'm all fast out. I got to get back in the game. I got to, you know what I'm saying, invest in and all that stuff that's been paying off. Mm-hmm. So we're about to see how much it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's about that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you can only, you. I ain't going to say you can only focus on certain stuff for so much, but you can, you can focus, but it comes to a point in time where you got to reap the benefits of your hard labor. That's right. You, gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to reward yourself sometimes. And, uh, yeah, when you, and I, I can't sit on the bench too long. I got to <laughs> I gotta get in the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then especially when you got things like this transpiring in a, in a space of, you know, like I said, you think of the fronting video with Pharrell. You think about, like, all these things. You know what I'm saying? And how, like, all of it has transcended to, like, now and all of it's, in the place, uh, and, and he's 49 years old. That's why I got to get that skincare. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's so crazy. Like, I, I be forgetting how old these people are because how young I was when I first started listening to them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of be freezing a age in my head. Like, well, he just started to show a little, little aging recently. He's looked the same. Yeah. But I'm just for saying, in my mind, time. in my mind, they be like the same age for the, you know what I mean. It's I, the only person who who ages me in my mind. You know what I'm saying when it when it comes to them because you you see them transcend so many decades of doing so many things. You know yeah. what I'm saying. And in our space in our culture, we don't have a lot of staple people who transcend like that. Like we have like maybe like a a, a majority of like ten iconic people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that holds those spaces. So, um, so yeah. So I don't know why I do that, but like in my head, they'd be like thirty two forever. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> until I find out, like, oh, they they sixty three. You know, like damn, like when you turn sixty three, you look good. You was just thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like different shit like that. But but you know, I'm I'm excited about the way that it's a lot of things is is going and shifting in the in the space of fashion and, and all these different spaces. Um, for Jay, you know, I hope all is well with him mentally, emotionally, whatever the case might be, happiness. Um, if he is getting a new new Yeezy deal, you know what I'm saying? I hope it's what he want. That's if he chooses to take it, if that's if it's a real thing. But, you know, I, I want to see us all prosper and be in these new spaces that, you know, we we – or just getting acclimated to seeing people, seeing us, a reflection of us in. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's all I got. What you got? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I could have said that. That's, that's just, what I got to say. Yeah, you know, uh, we coming to the, to the close. You know what? We can't forget about this. You had the thing in there, and I don't know where it said on here. I'm trying to find it. You had the thing in there about the Uncle Tom. The Uncle Tom. Yeah. Because oh. you got my notes all the way away. I think we should end it off on this note. Oh, about the term Uncle, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom, yeah. Okay, so the term Uncle Tom comes from a title character of the Harriet Beecher Stowe's novel Uncle Tom's Cabin. 
Tom is beaten to death for refusing to betray the whereabouts of two other enslaved people. In Stowe's novel, Uncle Tom is a heroic character, loyal to the slaves in hiding. But the original producers of the stage version of the story grossly distorted the character into a man who would sell out his own race to curry favor with white people. This version of Uncle Tom was designed to be more favorable to audiences of the late 1850s and it is he, not the original, that the slurs refer to. Yeah, that's deep, ain't it? That, yeah, because then you think about a lot of words today that we use that we're not supposed to use, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but those words meant something elevated and right. were turned into something ugly. So sometimes things that you mm-hmm. think were negative, you kind of got to check the history on. Yeah. Because when you hear it, me being called Uncle Tom, boy, that... That's disrespect, you yeah. know. Yeah. What'd you call me? And what? to know, like, it's it's just interesting how much is manipulated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it's kind of interesting, too, when you think about how that word was manipulated, how that name was manipulated mm-hmm. to mean something derogatory. But when they talk about us using the word I, I won't compare these, like, completely, mm-hmm. but, like, how they would say we would use the word nigga to, as a word of endurement. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think it's interesting how they took a person mm-hmm. who was standing up for something, standing on standing on business, mm-hmm. and how they manipulated him and made it seem like, you know what I'm saying, he was shucking the job and doing all this extra shit mm-hmm. to save his own Girl, ass. You shouldn't even like him because he was just selling y'all out anyway. Yeah. Type thing. yeah. It's bad. I guess that's another example of divide and conquer. Yeah, and it's and that's the thing, it's been a lot of that over over the years. Over the years. You know what I'm saying? Even on down to the what was it, the the brown paper bag test yeah. and all these different things where, you know, you have hate within your own community right discrimination within your own community right you know what i'm saying it's it's so it's so many levels to you know how they have pulled us apart mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but that's only because they know something that we haven't figured out yet yeah they know that we're stronger together but if we keep them fighting i always say it's just like this it's like the guy that has two girls right Mm-hmm. So he tells the other girl about the other girl so that they will always have some type of kind of animosity together. So when they meet, they're going to argue. They're not going to talk about how he manipulates both of them and he does this uh, and they can get together. And you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. leave no, I got and have the upper hand in it. Same thing. No, I got that's a, that's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. I, I see that. I get that 100%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but th- this is the one Black History um, month that I've actually looked into kind of a lot of stuff. Just like helping Carter do stuff. Yeah. Um, Like I learned that Black people were in concentration camps in the South. Um, yeah. uh, I learned a lot of stuff. And 
I'm too old to just be learning these things. I yeah. think it's stuff that they. It's a lot. It's is that's and that's the sad part about it. It's a lot that we don't even know for our age. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's interesting because the kids are stumbling upon it now at their young age. And they have so much more, more reach in the information. Like we only get the same thing. You get Dr. Martin Luther King. You get um. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, just, um, Shirley Chisholm. Get, you might get Malcolm X, um, Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. Yeah, yeah, those are the that, highlights. We yeah. get that, those great cutting, dry stories, but that's it. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of, I hate to say it like this, it's kind of hard to find information Um unless you know somebody who has that actually has it mm-hmm. because you know you when you go to look up different things like i know one year we talked about the first black owned car company mm-hmm. and started the first bus company right in detroit i believe it was um so and like i said i found that about found out about that because somebody i seen on social media who who had found the information right you know what i'm saying like so that's what I'm saying. Like these kids had, we had just books and maybe your auntie knew somebody or if they sent you down yep. south, somebody told you a story about something. But these kids have people in other places that know other things that can yep. tell them things and they can turn. Shoot, Carter told me a whole bunch of stuff. I had to go around and look, <laughs> look into myself. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's always good to, to learn together as yeah. well you yeah. know what i'm saying i know it sometimes sucks to be like you know what i'm saying i'm at this age um learning about something you know what i'm saying that you think you should have information should be privy to a long time ago yeah but you know um at this point we're in the, like an information a more of an information stage yeah so as long as we get the information at this point Mm-hmm. And being able to share and explore this information, right? You know what I'm saying. That's just like that movie Devotion about the black, um, the black pilot. Mm-hmm. It's the same guy that's in Creed Three. Um, what you laughing for? Because I keep not. referencing. <laughs> hey, you know I'm I'm a movie. I hope I'm, this I'm, movie I'm, hurry up and comes out, honey. Cause... But it was it was a really good movie. I ain't, I don't know who's seen it, who haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but it was a really good movie. Um, he was the only black pilot amongst everybody that was else was white. Um, he was an amazing pilot. I don't really want to say too much more. I want you to just go watch the movie if you're interested. Um, but but yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got we got plenty and plenty and plenty and plenty of great, you know what I'm saying, black people out there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, African people out there, all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't so don't think it's far in between. It's not at all. It's droves. Droves and droves and droves. But that's all I got. And that's all you got, right? That's all I got. That's all she got. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, this is episode one thirteen, right? One thirteen. Of the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. <laughs>